Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an Entrepreneurs on Fire income report for June of 2019. Fire Nation, we have a lot to talk about today, but really quick, I want to give you our income at a glance for June. Our gross income was $353,200. Our total expenses were just under thirty k for a net profit of $323,661. And Fire Nation, there is a reason for this massive jump of $181,000 from last month, which actually has a net profit overall increase of 91.6% from last month. And we will get into that in the meat and potatoes of this income report. So a little teaser there, don't you go away because again, there's a really big specific reason for this income increase. But first, let's thank our sponsors. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Just click send and save. You're back to business in no time. Visit pb.com slash fire for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash fire. Looking for a place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart? That place is ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, it's time to dive into the income report. So let's introduce our other people on the mic. We have Josh from CPA on Fire and Kate, who of course is the backbone of Entrepreneurs on Fire. So Josh, Kate, how are y'all doing today? Doing well. What's up, Fire Nation? Love it. You guys, I thought you figured out who was going to speak first in the past episodes. What happened to that? (laughs) No, we're supposed to talk at exactly the same time. (laughs) We like to make it as awkward as possible. (laughs) This is all staying in the income report because that's awesome. But we have an awesome monthly tax tip from Josh. So Josh, now that Kate's not going to get in your way, what's going on, brother? Give us a quick update and then dive into your monthly tax tip. Yeah, no, I mean, my tip this month is wait for whatever your teaser is, replicate it, and make $323,000 every month. <laughs> you're rich. Am I good to go? Should I hang up? Peace out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a little bit of a different one this month. Um, John, I know one of the things that's the most rewarding part of being a successful entrepreneur, and I know you and Kate would both agree with this, is that the opportunity that it affords you to give back to causes that you're passionate about. Because when you have a successful business, right, you have more time and you have more income flexibility, which allows you to give that time and or that time and that money to causes that you are passionate about. And we went over plenty of times how there is tax benefits to giving to qualified charities. But every once in a while, I get questions from people who want to take that to the next level and form their own nonprofit, their own foundation that they can contribute to. And I actually just went through this myself. My wife and I created our own nonprofit a few months ago. So I thought this would be a great time to tackle that topic. What do you think? I love it. Cool. So before I give these steps, I'm going to give three quick and easy steps to form your own nonprofit. Before I do that, I'm going to make it sound kind of simple. I, of course, highly recommend that you do talk to a qualified CPA and a qualified attorney before doing something like this. But I will say that my wife, who has no tax experience, who has no legal experience, 
formed ours almost entirely herself. All right, so she asked me a few questions. She took it off, went running with it. She is a rock star. She figures stuff out like that. But all I'm saying is you don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to have someone do it for you. Consult the qualified people, but then you can do this yourself. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right. So if you are going to try and do this yourself, there's three steps. The first step is you have to actually register the nonprofit with your state. And this is very, very similar to registering an LLC with your state when you start a business. Okay. So every state is a little bit different, so I can't give you exactly what it's going to be, but Typically, it's going to involve three things. You're going to have to appoint your board of directors, okay? So obviously, yourself is going to be one of them, maybe your spouse, and most states will require you to have at least one unrelated person, okay? So uh, John and Kate could start one, and then they, they, they could bring me in for the third person. They'd have their three board of directors. Then they'd have to do the bylaws, which is going to outline the, outline the purposes and the details of the nonprofit. So basically go over what you're going to be doing, how you're going to collect money, how you're going to pay it out, all that stuff. Think of it like your operating agreement for your business. So you got to do that. And finally, you got to you do your articles of organization, which is what you actually file with the state, just going over all the basic details, the name, the address, board of directors, all that stuff, which is very similar to the articles of organization, again, for an LLC. So if you've ever formed a business, this is actually going to be very simple for you. It's all the same things. And when it comes to something like a bylaws, my wife literally Googled sample bylaws for Ohio nonprofit. A fill-in came up. All she had to do was answer the questions they asked, and it created it all for her. So this is very easy to figure out how to do yourself, but you've got to pay attention and learn what your state needs. Number two is going to be another thing. And I mean, the more I'm going over this is, is very similar to setting up a business. But how often have we talked about you need to create separate bank accounts for your business? It's the exact same thing, but way more important when it comes to a nonprofit. Once you have those articles of organization done with the state, you need to go to your bank and create a separate bank account for this nonprofit. All right, it's important when it's a, you're a business to have the separate ones, but if you're a nonprofit, it's absolutely crucial because the last thing you want is for the IRS or the state to look at your nonprofit books and see that you're commingling business and personal funds. That does not look good. Okay, so you need at least a bank account, and then if you're going to use PayPal or any other online merchant accounts, you need separate accounts there. Everything that you're running money through has to be in the nonprofit's name. So that's step number two, create all those separate bank accounts. And finally, step number three, which is the part that intimidates most people, and that's applying for tax exempt status with the IRS. All right. So you're going to the IRS saying, hey, this is not actually a business that's going to make a profit. This is a nonprofit. We want to not be taxed on the donations that we receive, on the revenue that we receive for what we sell. And all you're doing is filing a form 1023 with the IRS. And before doing this ourselves, I even had heard this is an absolutely miserable process. The IRS takes forever to respond. It's super hard to fill out. It turns out that that can be the case if you're going to be a very big nonprofit right from the start. But if you anticipate having less than $50,000 per year in donations or revenue for the first three years, and you have less than $250,000 in assets, you can file what they call the 1023EZ. And as the name EZ suggests, it is significantly easier. Okay, all you do is create an online account. I have a link in the income report. And you fill out a quick online form and you typically hear back within 30 days. So again, my wife filled this out, asked me a couple quick tax questions on it, filled it all out herself within 30 days. We got approval from the IRS. We're off and running. We're a nonprofit organization. Okay, so again, don't get me wrong. You need to consult your attorneys, your CPAs, figure out what the steps are for your state. But if you don't have, if you want to bootstrap this and not put a ton of money into it right from the start, you can do this yourself. Follow these three quick and easy steps. See what you need to do for your state specifically, and it can be done. 
Fire Nation, it can be done. Don't be intimidated by this stuff because if you really have it in your heart, have a core desire to make this kind of impact in the world, it can be done. And Josh has just laid out those three steps. You can go back to the income report. You can see the links that we have in there that's going to take you to these forms and you will be off to the races. I know one thing that Kate and I love about having moved down to Puerto Rico, one of many, many things is, of course, since we free up a lot of money now that we only pay 4% in taxes, it allows us to be very philanthropic and very generous with all that extra money that we have left over at the end of every single year. But you have to do things right. You have to make the right decisions and take the right steps. So Josh, any last thing as we say goodbye here? Yeah, so instead of uh, sending out the CPM Fire website and information, if it's all right with you, I'd like to uh, talk about our nonprofit very quickly. Let's do it. All right, so our nonprofit, as John, you guys know, we have three kids. We have twin boys, Jacob and Eli, our daughter, Molly. But a lot of people don't know that we suffered from infertility and we had to use IVF and vitro fertilization to have those kids. And it costs us over $50,000 out of pocket to do that because insurance typically doesn't cover that. So after we went through that, we wanted to help other people who suffered from that infertility but just did not have the financial means to make that happen because we didn't think that anyone should not have kids that wanted to have kids strictly because of financial means. So we created the GEM Foundation. They can find it at JEM foundation.org. And we are giving away our first $5,000 grant in October to a couple that's suffering from infertility that that does not have the financial means to pay for all of that themselves. So our applications online, if you want to apply, if you know someone that that would be a good fit, please have them visit our website. The grant's right on the website, apply to it. And of course, if anyone wants to donate, there's a donate button on the website as well. We're we're, we're looking to give several of these, these grants away. Love that cause, Fire Nation. I really hope that if this rings true with you or if you're just listening, you're like, wow, this actually would make sense for somebody in my family or friends or loved ones, whoever it might be, pass this information along, gemfoundation.org, gemfoundation.org. And of course, we will have the links on the show notes page as well. So Josh, thanks for your time, brother. Hope you have a wonderful month and we'll catch you in August. All right. See you guys later. Take care. So we're going to bring the lovely Kate Erickson on the mic now. She's going to talk a little bit about what went down in June as far as entrepreneurs on fire. So Kate, let me step back from the mic, allow you to pick it up and rock it. What's up, Fire Nation? Time two of this income report. I got to say hello very briefly. (laughs) Well, basically, I got to battle with Josh over the mic. (laughs) Next time, we just need to invite Josh down to Puerto Rico, and we could just record the income report in person so we can visually see who's about to start talking. That makes sense. I like that. (laughs) Um, But before I dive in, I just want to say I'm so like excited. And I like, I don't know that proud is the right word, but I just think what Josh and Courtney are doing is so incredible. I've had very close friends of mine deal with infertility and, you know, spending years and years going through tests and trying IVF and having it not work. And, um, I, I can't even imagine like the emotional roller coaster that that is. So, um, huge kudos to Josh and Courtney for creating this for Courtney. Like how resourceful is she to figure this all out? As Josh said, she did most of this by herself. So huge kudos to those guys and uh, fire nation. We hope you'll check it out. Um, okay. So podcasters paradise updates. 
John, we've kind of been on this continuous improvements journey with Podcasters Paradise. And I think you'll agree when we launched Podcasters Paradise back in October 2013, almost six years ago, Wow, that is like almost six years (laughs) coming up so fast. I can't believe it's been going for that long. But I think you'd agree when we launched Podcasters Paradise, I don't think either of us had any idea six years later, we'd still be learning lessons every single day, not only in terms of, you know, what things about podcasting, but just about what it means to create an online course and community. I mean, we have had such a learning experience. And it's been really cool to feel as though we're actually growing with the community as well. I mean, we're the ones, quote unquote, teaching the content. But in so many ways, I feel like we are learning and growing every day, too. And I know that a lot of people are intimidated by creating online courses and communities. It's a lot of work. And, you know, the imposter syndrome is ever present. We get questions um, in our own minds, like, who am I to teach this content? Or like, I don't I don't know if I can create a course because I don't even know what to include in my course. Or what if this isn't good enough and, and people leave, you know, they join and then they immediately leave. These are all very legitimate questions, but each of them has a very straightforward answer. So while I definitely want to dive into all the continuous improvements we've been doing in Podcasters Paradise, a huge chunk of which took place in June, I also want to answer these concerns. So if you are right now tuning in and you are passionate about creating an online course, an online community, but you're thinking, who am I to teach this content? My question for you is, who aren't you to teach this content? Have you ever stopped to think that every single day that you don't share your knowledge, your experience with your audience, that you're doing them a great disservice? And if you are feeling like you don't know what to include in your course or your membership, well, that depends on what those who are investing in it are going to want. So that's why it's so critical to know your avatar. We talk about this all the time. And the reason why is because everything you do in your business is going to require that you know your avatar. Because once you know your avatar, you'll know exactly what to include in your course. And that third concern that I brought up, what if it's not good enough for people? What if people join and they leave? Well, that brings me to the importance of continuous improvement, because once you launch, you're going to have the opportunity to consistently improve what it is that you have to offer. And that's exactly what we've done with Podcasters Paradise. Holy cow. We literally launched Podcasters Paradise with exactly zero things in place for it. Not kidding. We had a proof of concept webinar, and perhaps you've heard this story before. I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but we launched Podcasters Paradise and sold it to over 50 members without any online platform, without any Facebook group, with literally zero things in place. But of course, six years later, we've come a whole long way. And so I want to break down what continuous improvement looks like for us because it's a very repeatable process that you can put in place in your business, whether it be for online courses, for memberships, for other projects or programs that you run in your business. So step number one is each quarter, we do a review of our membership site and we consider what tutorials and content we already have and what might be missing. So as you can imagine in the podcasting space, and this is true of a lot of other things in the online space in general, there are new developments and softwares and updates happening 
all the time. So making sure that you check in to ensure that your content is up to date, this is such a critical part of making sure that the community is providing your members with relevant and up-to-date info is so important. And again, that's something that's going to ensure that members want to stick around. If you're continuing to provide them with relevant up-to-date information, they're not going to have any reason to go someplace else for it. Step number two is every day we are active and engaged in our private Facebook group. This gives us an opportunity to listen to what our members are talking about. What questions are they asking all the time? What are people struggling with? What are people asking for feedback on? We engage every single day in that private Facebook group, not only giving our members access to myself and John, which is a huge perk of being a part of Podcasters Paradise, but then we're able to turn around and use that knowledge to help inform updates and changes that we're making within the membership and within the community. And number three, we just straight up ask our members for their opinion. <laughs> Whenever we're at a loss or wondering if our assumptions are accurate, we just ask. And the easiest way to make sure that you're keeping your course or your membership or your community up to date and exciting for your members, because yes, that is really important. Like if you haven't noticed, there are a million things going on at all times. So if you're not capturing the attention and excitement of your members, then that could be an issue. And so we ask them for their opinion. We let them know that we value what they're looking for. We let them know that we are going to make updates and changes based on what they tell us. And we never send a weekly email digest out or wrap up one of our monthly live Q&As without letting our members know that our door is wide open and that we'd love to hear any recommendations or feedback that they have about the course. Well done, Kate. I mean, that was a lesson, Fire Nation, and the process that we go through and that we highly recommend other people going through when you want to keep your course, your community, your products, your services relevant. I mean, the biggest thing that I want to say here, and Kate's touched on it, but I just want to touch on it again, is you have to keep your finger on the pulse of your community. And Kate and I do that with our daily Facebook group. We are, we are committed to being in that Facebook group every single day. It's not always an hour or 30 minutes, sometimes not even 15 minutes, but we are in there as long as we need to go through every single person's question, like, comment, support, give some guidance, answer questions. We're in there every single day, at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. We don't let it run our day, but we're in there every single day. And I can proudly say that when people are like, so John, like, what's one of the biggest benefits of joining Podcasters Paradise? I'm like, well, you literally can ask me a question in the Facebook group every single day because I am in there answering questions, providing support, providing guidance, and that helps us improve Podcasters Paradise by like what Kate was saying, seeing what the biggest struggles are, the consistent pieces of guidance that's needed, and then creating video tutorials around those so we don't have to go and recreate the wheel and just answer questions every single time. We can just say, hey, I'm going to link to this question that you have right here because we created an entire video tutorial around that. So Kate, before we move into the next section, how do you want to wrap up this section? Creating an online course and running a membership, it's a lot of work, but the rewards for this are truly priceless, Fire Nation. Hearing our members' launch stories, hearing their wins and their breakthroughs. We've had people in Podcasters Paradise get TV deals off their podcasts. Hearing people say that they've you know, created their first affiliate relationship, they did their first launch, they created an online course for their community, they earned their first dollar as an Amazon associate. I mean, 
these wins and breakthroughs, being able to support and help provide feedback and build this community that we have, um, it's just a really exciting thing to be a part of. And again, oh, so rewarding. So Fire Nation, that again is a step-by-step walkthrough of what we do to keep Podcasters Paradise the number one best podcasting community in the world. And if you're a part of it, you know that it is. We're looking forward to seeing you in podcast movements at our Podcast Paradise meetup. And if you're saying, wow, this podcasting thing is something that I've been thinking about, well, as always, we have a completely free course for you, freepodcastcourse.com. Go check it out and start your podcasting journey. And we have a lot of really cool things coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. These days, there are so many tech improvements that make our lives easier. Let's take hiring, for example. Hiring used to be hard, posting to multiple job sites, combing through stacks of resumes, but today, hiring can be easy with ZipRecruiter. No one knows this better than Talia Goldstein of 3-Day Rule, an online matchmaking service. 3-Day Rule was rapidly expanding and hiring, which, especially for a specialized role like matchmaker, was challenging. There are a few ways ZipRecruiter helped. One, they send jobs over one 100 of the web's leading job boards. Two, their centralized candidate dashboard made it easy to receive and review candidates, and their pre-screening questions allowed them to hone in on qualified candidates quickly. By using Zip Recruiter, three-day rule was able to increase her staff by 30%. Talia says, we just launched our 10th city. We have 15 cities to go. I know Zip Recruiter is going to be there to help me find the best matchmakers across the country. And right now, you too can try Zip Recruiter for free at Zip Recruiter com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. When running your own business, every minute counts. That's why I invest time in creating the best systems possible, especially when it comes to day-to-day operations. Take shipping, for example. Did you know you can ship packages and mail straight from your desk? It has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, which allows you to calculate exact postage online plus print labels straight from your computer. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, all you have to do is click send and save, starting at $4.99 a month. You'll also qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. And for being part of Fire Nation, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started, plus a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay for shipping again. Visit pb.com slash fire to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash fire. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of Sempro on Line from Pitney Bowes. So Fire Nation, we're back. And the last thing that I want to talk about before we move into our June 2019 income breakdown is daily fire. A lot of people have been like, John, do you miss doing a daily podcast? Well, the answer is no, because now I have two daily podcasts in addition to Entrepreneurs on Fire. So I have Entrepreneurs on Fire, which currently, as you're hearing this, is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of every single week. And I have The Daily Refresh, which I launched over a year ago, which is every single day, which is a quote, gratitude and guided breathing in under three minutes, which is on Amazon Flash Briefing, as well as all your podcast directories. But just recently, I launched another daily podcast that's seven days a week 
called Daily Fire. And this is just one minute of me sharing an inspiring quote and then riffing off of the quotes as how I see it applies to entrepreneurs, cypreneurs, entrepreneurs, and you, Fire Nation. Now, the one word that I would use as to the reason why I launched another daily podcast called Daily Fire, in addition to the Daily Refresh, is repurpose. I decided a while ago to create a daily one-minute video for Instagram, for YouTube, for LinkedIn, and guess what? For all those platforms, it's the same one-minute video. I create one video per day for all of those platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. And so what do I do? I take that one video and I repurpose it across those social media platforms. And that's the word that I want to hone in on here, repurpose. So I was thinking to myself, well, hey, if I'm already creating this one minute content around these really inspiring quotes, why not just take that, add it to my virtual assistant's plate and have him turn it into a daily podcast? And so I did that. I set up the systems and the automations and now Daily Fire exists. And so if you're just looking for that quick one minute quote and a little JLD rant on that quote, Daily Fire is for you. But the biggest reason why we're talking about this now and I wanted to bring it up is because what are you currently creating content-wise? If you're currently creating content, think about ways you can repurpose that content across different platforms. I mean, even myself, who continues to rail about this and say, you should be repurposing. I was doing a great job repurposing across all the social media platforms, but I wasn't repurposing that as a podcast. And I just hadn't thought about it. But when I thought about it, I was like, it's so obvious. Let me get the systems in place and make it happen. And it's honestly zero more work for me to have this another daily podcast out now that I've set that system up and it's in place because it's being repurposed by my virtual assistant. So Daily Fire, go check it out. I love your feedback. It's everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, you name it, it's there. I'd love to get your feedback on it. But more importantly, I hope you take the lesson of the value and the power of repurposing. So let's get into the June 2019 income breakdown. Our products and services revenue for the month was $156,000. We did over $11,000 for our journal sales. So if you have the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, or the Podcast Journal, you know what our journals are. But if you don't, you can check out thefreedomjournal.com, which is all about accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. Themasteryjournal.com, which is all about mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. Or thepodcastjournal.com, which is all about creating and launching your podcast in 50 days. And guess what? Use promo code podcast for $15 off the checkout of any of those journals as a thank you for listening to this podcast. So go ahead and make that happen. Podcasters Paradise brought in $33,000 for the month. So that was a great part of the revenue as well. And our podcast sponsorship really did shoot through the roof last month. We did $105,000. This is only our second time since we launched Entrepreneurs on Fire that we've crossed $100,000 for one month in sponsorship income. So this is really a definite milestone that we're very proud of. And that was a huge, huge number for us. Moving into affiliate income, we did $196,000. And within this $196,000 is really where our little teaser is of why we generated so much revenue in the month of June. We did great with ClickFunnels, as always, $18,000. We brought in $1,200 through Amy's Digital Course Academy. $1,200 
$2,700 through closersonfire.com by Dan Locke. So we generated revenue in a lot of different ways per usual via affiliates, but we got paid out for our support of Tony Robbins' Knowledge Business Blueprint. And if many of you remember, we were promoting that back in April and May, where Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, and Russell Brunson got together and launched a great course called Knowledge Business Blueprint, combined with a software called MindMint Software. And we pushed hard for this because it was a great course. Kate and I both went through it and we loved it. It's great software, uh, very easy to use, very functional. Um, plus, you know, it was uh, a really cool opportunity to really share with our audience something that we both believe in, which are masterminds and creating masterminds and launching live events and all that cool stuff. And I'm actually really happy to say that if you're listening to this now, you can take our brand new free course, Mastermind on Fire, where we teach you how to create and launch your own mastermind in five videos. So just in five videos, you can learn how to, for free, create and launch and run your own mastermind, mastermindonfire.com. So definitely check that out. But getting back to the point that we ended up coming in seventh place out of 1,053 affiliates doing 278 sales and our first payout on that $278,000 was $168,000, which we got paid last month, which was a huge reason for that big spike in our overall monthly income. And over the next few months, as we continue to get paid out on the rest of the revenue that we generated through the affiliates of Knowledge Business Blueprints, we will be getting the remainder of that on those monthly payouts. So that's just kind of a long way of saying it was a huge affiliate launch. We came in seventh place. Little side note, because we came in top 10, myself and Kate were actually going to Fiji in September to Tony Robbins' private resort called Namali, where we get to spend four days with Tony Robbins and the other top nine finishers, Jenna Kuchar, Brendan Bouchard, Lewis Howes, Nick Unsworth, Billy Jean, Evan Pagan, just amazing people. Joel, Mar- Joel Marion's another one. So just really cool top 10 people in that they're going to get to spend four days with Tony Robbins at a private mastermind at his private resort for coming in top 10 during that launch. So that was a really fun launch, really successful financially. It's going to be really good networking as well because we get to do that with Tony and the other top 10 people. And that is the big teaser of why June was such a monster, monster month for us that is probably not going to be repeated in the near-term future um, unless something else comes up, which you never know. So long story short, that brought our total gross income to $353,000. Our total expenses were $29,539 for our net profit of $323,661. Now, Kate, you have the biggest lesson learned, something about time being limited. So I won't waste any time and I'll let you take it away. All right. Super excited to dive into the biggest lesson learned this month. It's going to be a little bit different, but real quick before we do that, John, you talked about our affiliate launch and participation with the Knowledge Business Blueprint launch. And I just want to remind Fire Nation that in last month's income report, we broke down affiliate relationships, creating them, how they work, how we ran this affiliate launch, 
all the details in last month's income report. So if you want to check out any of those details, it's eofire.com forward slash income six nine, not to be confused with this income report you're listening to right now, which is eofire.com forward slash income seven zero. That means we have done 70, (laughs) 70 income reports. When I say it, it just doesn't sound true, but it is. That's true. Okay. So now to adhere to my biggest lesson learned, your time is limited. While I typically present our biggest lessons learned with a story and conclusion, I thought that it would be best and most powerful for this month's lesson learned to just be the quote that inspired it. Now, this is one of my favorite quotes, and I often revisit it when I'm feeling stuck or frustrated or lacking confidence or power in decision making. And so after I read it, whether it be right now, later today, this week, I highly encourage you to really think about it. Let this quote sit in, figure out what it means to you, maybe read it four, five, six, seven, twelve 12 times, and just really think about it. The quote is by Steve Jobs, and he says, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living the result of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. All right, that is a wrap, Fire Nation. I hope you take Kate's advice to heart and really just listen to that quote. Maybe hit the rewind 30-second button, listen to it one more time. It's powerful, it's meaningful, and we will catch you on the flip side. Growing businesses need qualified candidates, and qualified candidates can be a challenge to find. Lucky for us, ZipRecruiter makes it simple, fast, and smart. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.